is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Welcome to Cosmos and the City, the Sex and the City podcast. My name is Megan McKeever, and I'll be your host slash drinking buddy for the next hour or so. Now, for those of you listening for the very first time, we'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City, and each week I'll have a brand new guest to join me. So this week, we have two amazing guests for you, Caitlin Sachs and Grievous Copti. We'll be watching Season 3, Episode 12, entitled Don't Ask, Don't Tell. If you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any other thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., you can email us at cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you. Have you guys heard about Handy? Okay. So Handy is a website where you can book top-rated home cleaners and handymen. They are friendly, vetted professionals at your doorstep. So you just pick a time and they'll do the rest. So you can book a cleaner today and save by going to boardwalkaudio.com handy. Okay, got it? All right, go check it out. This show is brought to you by Boardwalk Audio, and they've got a lot of other awesome podcasts, so head over to BoardWalkAudio.com to check them out. And if you like this show and you want to actually support it, the best way to do so is by shopping. That's right. Just go to BoardWalkAudio.com slash Cosmos, click on the Amazon logo to the left, and start shopping. That's it. We'll also put a link in the show notes. All right, guys. Enjoy the show. Cheers. Welcome to another episode of Cosmos and the City, the Sex and the City podcast. Today, we are talking about Season 3, Episode 12, titled Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And I have two wonderful guests, not one, but two, Caitlin Sachs and Grievous Copti. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Yay. Thanks for having us. Yes. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. Mm. All right. So, guys, I don't know you. Um, you don't. Caitlin, you, you go first. Uh, tell us about yourself. Um, my name is Caitlin, and I found out about this on Inspired Women of Los Angeles. Correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, I think it, I'm pretty sure it's on the Facebook. <laughs> I post it all over. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I do anything that's uh, creative uh, art-wise, so food styling, set decorating, nice. event planning, uh, graphic design, so all this stuff. And then a lot of TV binging, including mm. Sex and the City. Yes. <laughs> cool. Yeah. You do it all. I do. I try. <laughs> and Grievous? Um, so yes, I live with Caitlin. We are housemates. Oh, okay. Um, we met mm. around a year and how long ago now? A year and a half oh, ago, I guess. God. A yeah, few probably. Yeah. Around that. Um, also through Facebook. Yeah, the power of social media. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a TV producer, um, so I kind of just do everything unscripted, really. Cool. Um, so I've been here, yeah, two, moved here nearly two years ago from London to LA. Um, 
extended a, th- a four night stay to three and a half weeks <laughs> like a lot of people do and they get to LA and then I just end up staying so yeah well, welcome thank you to LA and uh, and this podcast still as excited to be here as I was day one it's just brilliant <laughs> so what is your guys's um background with sex in the city okay so I when I was growing up, I would watch the reruns on TBS. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and they cut out all of the sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was still really good. And I remember in high school, my dad bought me the collector's edition Sex and the City. I think it's like seven disc set. Eight discs? Seven? Yeah. Seven discs? Um, they're all it, different. They're, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you got a shoebox at one point. Did you get the shoebox? No. That was a shoebox. Oh, okay. No, it's not a shoebox, but it's like a velour... Um, oh, like velour one, yeah, velour fuchsia. Sex and City. It's like very pristine, very soft, very cool. And so I watched all of it then. And then since he and I, Grievous and I, have lived together, um, it's constantly on in the background. And so uh, just a couple months ago, we rewatched the entire thing. Cool. Um, and it's I've got so many opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to hear them. <laughs> What about um, you? Yeah, I actually, my story might be quite similar to a lot of people's. I actually had never seen it, really. I'd watched, like, little snippets. So like Caitlin said, like, when it was on TV in England, um, it was on after what we call the watershed, right? The nine o'clock mark where they can show sex and penises and boobs and everything. And we, I saw it all, but I wasn't allowed to. So I only watched snippets. Um, and then, so in 2008, I was going through a breakup. Um <clears throat> A year before that, I'd just come out. It was my first boyfriend. And then so this breakup was brutal. And then one of my friends one day get, came over with probably the box that you're talking about. It was like pink mm-hmm. and black and really nice. And she's like, I hate to be a cliche, babe, but just watch this. It'll, you know, it might <laughs> might make you feel a bit better. Um, but actually, I'd watched the first movie before I'd watched the series. Wow. So literally, my last Backwards. date with my ex-boyfriend was the movie. And then I started watching the box set. And I, I binge watched it for the first time in like three weeks because I didn't want to leave the house. You know, I was just right. upset, mm-hmm. as you are after a breakup. And then that was my first exposure to mm-hmm. it. So it was actually quite interesting watching the movie first and mm-hmm. then going back and watching the entire series and seeing, you know, it's almost like how they got to that point. But right. you kind of do it the other way around. Um, and then, obviously, since then, I've, I've always, you know, I've rewatched it. I can't even tell you. It's it's always been, yeah. <laughs> it's times. always been on, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you, because you said 2008, and I was like, oh, that's when the movie came out. And mm-hmm. then, so I wondered mm-hmm. if you had seen the movie first. First, yeah, because yeah, I'd never watched an entire episode, but I knew who they were. So I was excited to watch the movie. Yeah. Knowing it was going to be ridiculous and fabulous, you know. It was so good. It's, it's so good. It's a guilty pleasure <laughs> in, in a way, the movie, but it's amazing. Well, great. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this episode. Um, so this is a pretty big episode. Things happen. Yeah. Very intense. Things happen. Not light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we'll just do like a recap of the episode. Uh, basically, it starts out with Miranda speed dating. Mm-hmm. And um, she's not getting anywhere by saying she's a lawyer. No, because mm. men don't like smart women. Yeah. They and want them pretty and dumb. It's really sad. It's really, mm-hmm. And it was really interesting seeing the juxtaposition of dating back then versus dating today. Because, like, we are, like, the king and queen of online dating, <laughs> you know, and meeting people on the internet. And yeah. just how back then, like, speed dating. Like, I don't think I've ever done speed dating. 
Well, I think this was like the in-person equivalent to like Oh, for sure. Exactly. It's like, it's just really interesting kind of comparing it to like how times have changed. Mm -hmm. That makes me think maybe I would want to go speed dating at this point, Mm. you know? It would eliminate all the, all the like the catfishing online and if that's what you call it, right? When someone looks different. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like it would eliminate so much time wasting with people you know not messaging you back or getting ghosted getting ghosted and that could have honestly but like i think i that could have been someone i might have ended up in a relationship with but they weren't at that point of committing or you know it's Mm -hmm. just kind of weird i i would actually quite like to go speed dating now yeah, we can bring it back. I mean, 90s fashion is back. Why can't 90s dating come back too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if they have that they, You know what? They kind of do. Yeah. I was on this date. Oh, I can't remember the name of the dating app, but it was like super exclusive. And they only give you like six swipes in a day. Oh. I know. And I deleted it very fast. <laughs> but they did have like, oh, you can meet up like on on this day of the week. We're all going to be at this bar or whatever, and like singles mixer type stuff. Okay, so maybe not speed dating, but like mixers. Yeah, like a meetup group. Yeah, for single people. <laughs> well, that sounds good. And there's no pressure in a group, I guess. Right. Even yeah, if I guess you make not. friends, you know. Yeah, that's true. Good. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But, Interesting. Um, yeah, we we did say that as soon as we saw Miranda. <clears throat> you know that as soon as the episode opened and we watched the scene where she was at the table, you kind of feel how uncomfortable she is. Like, it gives you a real sense of, you know, obviously I can't speak as a woman, but you really get that anguish from her. And it's just, it is really sad. Like, they make light of it in a really kind of clever way, actually, because it hits home that point. But I just thought, you know, I would be so angry. I I can only imagine. She's she's a Harvard graduate. Yeah. She is so sophisticated, so smart. Like, visually, she's obviously quite, you know, she's very presentable. She's dressed well and whatever. And it's just so sad. I mean, she's she a had fucking to... lawyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's incredibly impressive. I think today it wouldn't be like that. I oh, think no. guys would be like, oh, you're a lawyer? Yeah. You make money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially awesome. in LA. Oh, that's yeah. great. <laughs> I can make you coffee. I'm a really great barista. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, and also the fact that, like, as a, as a man, when a man says, oh, I'm a lawyer, you know, they get the title of being a shark and being, you know, aggressive in a sexy way and being a go-getter. But, you know... Yeah. But yeah. Oh, no. no. What were going to say? I was just going to say eventually she decides to say <laughs> she's a stewardess. <laughs> I know, but the, and, and the fact is that she she enjoyed the lie. You know, I think I'd be <laughs> fucking pissed if I was like, oh my, this is what you go for? You fucking can't, forget it. I'm out. <laughs> and I would leave. I would get up and leave, be like, this is garbage and I hate you all. Um, but she was like, oh, this worked. And like, this is how I can get some dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pretty much. I, I think she gave up on like finding the one at this event and was like, "Well, I'm just gonna have some fun." Mm-hmm. And did you notice who her um her who her date is? Yeah, I don't know the actor's name, but oh. he's like in all the Marvel stuff. Yeah, I was literally in the middle of just like looking him up because I forgot his name too. Yeah, but it's always so exciting <laughs> to see someone who's like big now in their own way. Oh, I love that. Um. Yeah, I think the also the um the, the scene where he does tell her actually, oh, I'm not a doctor, um, right. when she cuts her finger. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I think yeah. that made it all better for me. Like the comedy brought it back to somewhere where you know, as a viewer, you feel good about it because you're like, mm-hmm. okay, they both lied for obviously for different reasons, and uh, you know, but it, it bring. I think that's what I love about Sex in the City as well. It it uses comedy in a way that can be subtle sometimes to really get you through an episode and and you know not 
make you feel too heavy. Right. Yeah. Sure. The end of and it. when she cuts her finger, she like really cuts oh her my finger. God. <laughs> I mean, Blood was just pooling in her hand and she's just like, oh, look at it. It's bleeding. Yeah. I mean, she says that she's like, yeah. it's really bleeding. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you need to be going to the hospital. I know, girl. Like, put, raise <laughs> like, your hand above your heart level. Like, so the blood doesn't, you know, just gush out of you. Like, she had to have gone and gotten stitches. Oh, for sure. And, that and was needed bad. stitches. That was real bad. Mm-hmm. It was like, she probably cut off like a whole tip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and just imagine the rest of the series, Miranda, like, it was, like, gone without a finger. <laughs> well, I did that in seventh grade. I cut off um, my finger pad. Ow. Not completely. It was hanging on, but, like, a thread. Why did you do that? How did you do that? Yeah. I, it was really stupid. This guy, I was like, oh, can you hand me the scissors? And he oh, handed them no, to me. No. Blades first. And, like, I wasn't oh. looking. I just figured he would put, like... You know, that's like number one rule in grade school. Yeah, he's an Ooh. idiot. Grant Marshall, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Grant Marshall. <laughs> that, is this the same guy Miranda went on the date with? Because it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Just but, a yeah, but it did. It just it just started oh. bleeding. I had Oof. to get like thirteen stitches, I think. Oof. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I still have a scar. Like Ugh. you can see it. I bled all over Grievous's Thanks. floor the other day. It was really sexy. <laughs> I mean, she meant to. We we were. I meant to. I in was in the middle of something. Yes, yeah, so I was uh, bloodletting that night. No, um, my cats got what? cats got into a fight. I got in the middle of it to like take cat out, and then the other cat like bit down on my thumb, Ooh. and then mm-hmm. then you know it's like five in the morning. And I'm just like bleeding all over everywhere. It was really cute. Aww, I, you didn't have to get stitches. No, it was just no. puncture wounds. Yeah, super. Like it's fine. And I woke it's up healing from a, nicely. Yeah, and I woke up from a really nice dream. So my my wedding to Ricky Martin was like cut in half <laughs> as well. But you know, what can you do? What can you do? There'll be another wedding to Ricky Martin. Uh, All right, so let's go to the rehearsal dinner. Mm. Um, it's the rehearsal dinner for Charlotte and Trey. They're really Ugh. getting married. So gross. Um, Carrie still hasn't told Aiden about the affair with Big. Uh, what else happens? Oh, yeah, we meet Caleb from Scotland. Right. Ooh. Can't understand anything he's saying. <laughs> and Samantha, like, sets her eyes on him. <laughs> yep, as she does. And, uh, yeah, I always – could you understand what he said? In, like, the first two lines, yes, and then the rest of it, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So I put on the closed caption. Oh, really? <laughs> to did it, out what did it work? Yeah. So he says, I brilliantly, <laughs> the architecture, the energy, the crowds. Oh. Is that last one, the crowd. Yeah, the no. crew. The crew. <laughs> or whatever he says. But uh, that is, that's what he says. Hmm. Yeah. Were you into him? Um, I thought he was cute. A little, like, slimy. Yeah. Like, kind of <laughs> gross. Like, yeah. kind of cute. Cuter. For, like, the type of men that come into the scenes, mm-hmm. but, like, still kind of, like, icky. Yeah, a little icky. But, like, Samantha's kind of icky. Samantha, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely, I think she does go for those guys that traditionally none of the other women would date, but that's a good chance for us to see what, what real life casual sex looks like. Sometimes you go for people that are icky. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know it's, sometimes, I think if it's purely just physical and it's just, you know, uh, just sex, then... Sometimes you almost want that because you kind of feel better about the fact that, well, I wouldn't Grievous. be in a relationship with him anyway. <laughs> Grievous you know. likes to date icky man. I think that's what we're learning. <laughs> <laughs> Just remind you that I'm a single 29-year-old gay guy in LA, you know. But, um, but it works for her because she is, she's all about just sex most of the time. So 
Mm-hmm. We get a chance to meet those like icky, grizzly men who are a little bit funny and, you know, like mm-hmm. Carrie would never date him, you know, or right. especially mm-hmm. Charlotte, but not even Miranda. She wouldn't even bump into him on the speed date, you know? So it's like, <laughs> yeah. we think we get a chance to meet those outrageous men. Um, but I will say this, my auntie is Scottish. I'm I'm British, but my mm-hmm. auntie is Scottish and mm-hmm. I couldn't understand everything he's saying, but I can kind of get the, the, you know, the intention of what he was saying, like what he was trying to say to Samantha and, you know... So I, I could understand a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I must say, I did find him quite attractive. Just I do, you know, Scotsmen and like Irishmen, I just think are so, you know, I like think... that region of the world, the men are just so handsome and sexy. I don't know. I don't know. I think that like if he didn't talk, if he just stood there, I'd be attracted <laughs> to him. But it was like the combination of like him opening his mouth and sound coming out that I just... It had nothing to do with the accent. It's just like his mannerisms while talking. Yeah. You know, it was, it was that. It's all mannerisms. It's not a, If you just stood still, like in a picture, if I saw a picture, I'd be like, okay, he's kind of cute. I just thought it was funny. Like at the end, Samantha now understands everything he says. Like oh, she yeah. was like translating <laughs> for him. Because like Trey's mom was like, what? <laughs> That's and true. she's like, oh, it's around, he's saying it's around the corner or whatever it yeah. was. Yeah. What about, how do we feel about men in kilts? Let's talk about that. Um, it, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm a uh, Scottish-Irish. Oh, oh amazing. So, cool. So I'm fine. Do you have a brother? I Single two. brother? Yeah. Any of them gay? No. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to find love today. That would have been my perfect combo. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm all for people wearing whatever they want to wear. Does a, a, man in a man in a kilt do it for me? Like, no. But, you know, to each their own. I'm I'm yeah. full of it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's just like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Um, all the men in kilts are, like, crying right now. Like, so disappointed. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> but they don't. I mean, there are... So I had a friend. I have. He's still my friend. Um, <laughs> I had a friend, uh, but he. There was like you know. There's like dress up kilts, like yeah. kilts you wear for special occasions, and then mm-hmm. there's like everyday kilts, which mm-hmm. I always thought was interesting because they're just that like they're like khaki pants almost, yeah. but it's a kilt. I have a really interesting story. I don't want to like bring it down too hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead. But, um, I just learned that in the police academy, there are certain policemen who are trained to, like, learn how to do the bagpipes and, like, like at a police funeral or mm. something. Because um, you, you do have – I don't remember what the song is called, but they do, like, lead the, the you know – Procession. Yes, that's the word. Thank you. Pre- they lead the procession um, playing that song on the bagpipes, and, like, those are actually policemen, too. They're just, like, a special unit. Oh. Within oh, it. Special musician Yeah, unit. yeah. Like Scottish <laughs> musician unit. I don't know. Very interesting. Very. I didn't know. I thought they would mm. like hire someone for that, but. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Fun fact of the day. That's not too down. Oh, I I, I cut out the other part. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then let's go to <laughs> um, the fitting for the bridesmaid dresses. Oh, I love the scene. So catty. Yeah. I love the scene because it's just so fiery and quick, and they're all because they they all they all come in with an issue with a problem. I think apart from Samantha, who's just being headstrong like she usually is. Yeah, but uh, it's just there's so she much wants fire her dress that shorter. That's all she wants. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was that bad no. of a request. 
I would want like, I don't know, I personally speaking, I would want all bridesmaids to be, you know, if I was in Charlotte's place, I wouldn't mind if they all tailored their dresses because then they would be happier. They would feel mm-hmm. better on the day, you know, and why not? They don't. I mean, they're all different anyway. Yeah, they've got yeah, different they have different. They, well, also the dresses are different. They all have different tops. They all, yeah, all the tops are different. So why same do they color. have. Yeah, so why do they have to be the same length if I the tops are different that, anyway? Right. It's not even the same dress. Yeah, Just like the same oh. color. Strap, like carries the yeah. strapless, mm-hmm. and then Samantha was like spaghetti. Yeah, with the yeah with the the, the swoop. Yeah, scoop neck, scoop neck, scoop neck. <laughs> yeah, I love a scoop neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because Aiden. Oh yeah, uh, Carrie is trying to decide if she's going to tell Aiden, mm-hmm. and Samantha's like, no. And then uh, Charlotte's like, yes, but <laughs> after the wedding because it's my week, <laughs> and then. <laughs> and then uh, What's her name? Uh, Miranda goes, um, not a week. You get a you day. You get a day. <laughs> One day. But Charlotte had a point. Like, oh, she did. Was, Wait till after the wedding. They were being oh, for a bit sure. Mean. They were being mean. I think, like, it's not surprising for us to see Carrie putting herself and her problems first in any situation. Right. Ugh, so at that point, you know, by season three, mid season three, you're kind of used to that. But I think I was kind of annoyed by Samantha and Miranda in that scene um, for for putting that pressure on Charlotte, who was already kind of, you know, going through issues with Trey and the, you know, the the, the non-sex, shall I say, which I guess... Well, they don't know that they don't yet. know that yet, remember? That oh. comes at the bachelor at bachelorette oh. party. That's oh, yes. after. Yeah, yeah, when she tells them. Yeah. So let me rephrase that. They they just, I think they just, put, for, for something that should have been the happiest time of Charlotte's life at that point, they were, I think, being quite disrespectful in being like you know with, with with someone who's such a dear friend you'd kind of be like whatever you want and you know you can check them if they're being mm-hmm. a bridezilla but I, th- I don't know i just thought it was when miranda was like you get a day i'm like oh my friend said that to me and it was my wedding and i'd gone through all this effort and we were all in vera wang i would be like well yeah because i'm sure charlotte's probably paying for all of it too oh, of course totally. you know so it's just like Guys, chill out. And there's like a grand wedding coming on. But also, are we surprised that they're all self-absorbed and (laughs) self-involved and putting their own shit above everyone else's? (laughs) Oh, and then we get to hear the phrase, see you next Tuesday. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you hear that before? Had you known that before the show? So I think the first time I heard that, I was in, let's see, my... Sister and I are a six-year age gap, and so she was in high school, so I must have been in, like, elementary school, I guess. <laughs> and I think she, like, came home and said someone had called her a see you next Tuesday. And I, I think that was when, like, elementary school, I think, is when I, like, learned what that was. Oh, wow. You're like, oh, yeah. my God, who was it? She's like, Mom. see you next tuesday yeah i i think it was just a couple years ago i learned that i just i loved uh carrie's response oh is that an episode of schoolhouse rock we missed (laughs) (laughs) so good i love that and then i also i don't know if it was at that point but when samantha says um oh i think it was the dinner when charlotte told them apologies if i'm skipping too fast but when she says um uh, oh, honey, before you buy the car, you take it for a test drive, mm-hmm. which I, I will say I agree with. I don't know how you oh, feel. Oh, totally. Agree, I agree with I was very shocked at that. First time I heard that, I was in high school. It was by a teacher. <gasps> no, it wasn't creepy. It was like, okay. it was, was a bunch it? of girls like <laughs> hanging out. 
I like I I went to school with like really young teachers like in their 20s and I you know I was a senior at this point so we're all talking about relationships and whatnot but I do that was the first time I had heard that of like oh you gotta test the car out before you buy it it's like yeah yeah that's so accurate mm-hmm. when you said your teacher said that I was actually hoping you were talking about buying a car, your first car. <laughs> no it was talking about fucking dudes for sure <laughs> so Charlotte. Definitely needed to try out the car before she bought it. Um, and she said that she was saving herself. And Carrie's like, you're not a virgin. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, that kind of, like, blew Charlotte's mind. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not. What but am I doing? it's different. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. different. I remember in college I had this boyfriend. Um... And we wanted to take things slow because we're like, oh, I really like you. So, like, let's not have sex right away. So, like, for us, that was, like, two weeks. (laughs) Like, two weeks was a very long time. But we waited, you know. And how many months had Charlotte and Trey been dating for? Well, I, I think that Trey did it on purpose. Oh, really? Interesting. You think, wait, you think it was his idea? Um, I feel like it's such a Charlotte actually, idea. That's an interesting point because he—you never see him throw her on the bed or kind of whisk her off her feet like that, do you? No, he's very actually standoffish and. That's true. So that's actually quite an interesting point. I never thought because about after it, they finally try to have mm. sex, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, oh, this happens. That, sometimes. This happens sometimes." Yes. And he's like, "I just didn't think it would happen with you," and you know. But in, they're, I mean, they're getting married. I have a question about Oof. technicalities here. Sure. Okay. I think, I think the quote is, um, I can get the sails up, but I can't pull into the harbor, yeah. right? So, like, to me, it sounds like they, like, he would get hard and then he would lose it, right? But then, but now I'm confused about, oh, I can get the sails up, but I can't get into the harbor, which sounds like he can get hard, but he can't put it in her. Yeah, because when we see him at one point, probably later on in the series, when they after they get married, when he's masturbating in the bathroom over jugs, the magazine, right. ladies of the big booth, <laughs> then you know he's capable. So then, of, right? So I think it's the intercourse that that frightens him. It's like intimacy with another person, or, or is it the fact that they can have sex but he can't finish? I, I think in that particular moment on the night before her wedding, I think he just couldn't get it up. That's okay. the, that's the hint I got. Um, then I don't like that phrasing. If I can get the sails up, but not into the harbor. Yeah, I think he got hard. I just think he wasn't able to stick it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's or the like, well, that, I got. See, and then that's very confusing because it's like, <laughs> why that doesn't make sense to me either. I think he just got. I think it's just a nervous <laughs> thing. Maybe it's like, like we never really learn why with him, do we? They go to therapy, but I think no. he always kind of he he never has, delves he, into it. He's got a thing for Bunny. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> well, eventually, their sex life is fine. For it, a bit. Yeah, yeah. But, well, then what it turns into is he can't, they can't get pregnant. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so eventually, their, their sex life becomes fine. Like, oh, they can mm. have sex all the time. He's gotten over that issue. Mm-hmm. But now the new issue is they can't right. get pregnant. Right. So, yeah, I think it was just the, I think you're right, the intimacy thing. Which was very, very scary to watch. Can you imagine the night before? I mean, I 
couldn't imagine waiting mm. till the night before mm-hmm. my marriage to do or till after I got married. Um, but it's just so frightening. Like she was, you know, about to walk up to the altar. She was in the church. That was a very, very scary moment. And I was so glad that Carrie actually said to her, because she was obviously, I could do with a friend and you you want them to be happy and do well. But I was really pleased when she said to her at one point, hey, look, like we don't have to do this. We can just go get in a cab and it's all good. Like, oh, no, sure. you don't owe anyone anything, really. And um, so, so at least she had that option, which right. I think then kind of prompted her to put a veil back on and be like, no, no, I'm going to do this. You know, well, I'm I mean, Vera Wang. I'm yeah. in this big church. This is like I'm I'm thirty something and single. Fuck my life. I think she's like, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm gonna do this. Thirty four. I mean, fourteen oh, grand on that dress. Oof. My God, I can't imagine spending fourteen grand on anything. I mean, but like maybe a, a dress? car. Yeah, a car. Or like you know, <laughs> part of a down payment for a house, but like a like a dress. Yeah. No. No. Because no. Trey's wealthy and Charlotte's actually quite wealthy. They can afford it. So you don't feel bad for them. You know, it's not like mm, a... That's true. And you'd only expect that from them. To be fair, I did think it was a gorgeous dress. It was a very... Like the very veil pretty. was very pretty. Oh, yeah. That's the beautiful. bodice is really nice and beaded. So nice. Yeah. yeah. What Carrie says about... Well, maybe he jerked off right before you got there. <laughs> and he was I just love it. too embarrassed to tell you. Like... Friend logic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so... Like... They spent, she, yeah, she's in a $14,000 dress, mm-hmm. and Carrie's talking about him jerking off, <laughs> right? And not in front of Vera Wang, yeah. <laughs> and Charlotte's like, Yeah, maybe, maybe he did jerk off, yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah, denial. Let's like, let's sink deeper into it. <sighs> it's a very tough situation for Carrie, also, admittedly, at that point, I think, because then it's like, Do you what do you do with your friend who's so frantic in that moment? You have to think really quickly on your feet. And I think she did quite well, considering. Yeah. It's a really well, tough it, position. That was her job. She's being right? a really good friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, like, she had her back. She's like, yeah. we can bounce. Like, you let me know yeah. and we will get out of here. I love that. And part of me, I think the first time I ever watched that episode, because I obviously didn't know about Trey after that point, you know, season four or whatever, I was hoping, I remember the first time I watched it, I was hoping she would run out of that church with her. And they would get in a cab, you know, one of those, like, cliche moments, <laughs> right, like, right. runaway bride extravaganza. But I was... So hoping that would happen because I really dislike Trey. I mean, what did you think of Trey in general? Garbage. I mean, um, I like Trey. Really? Yeah, I like Trey. I just they're just not right for each other. What do you like about Trey? Um, I think he's polite and nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't date him, <laughs> but I think him and Charlotte do have the a chemistry. Together. Well, I guess to be fair, I don't like Charlotte either. So um, since I don't like Charlotte and I don't like Trey, maybe they deserve each other. Right. But I mean, but Charlotte ultimately wants a baby. So, True. and that's really why they broke up. Yeah. Because he realized that he didn't care mm-hmm. about that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those like great life lessons you get that teaches you, you know, it just wasn't for you. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. You know, it's fine. You'll get over this and move on. And then, you know, she obviously found Harry later on, who's amazing, incredible. Yes. So watching the whole series, Harry. kind of looking back in hindsight, that moment of the series, it's almost like, okay, yes, I get why that had to happen, you know? And like that, these things happen in real mm-hmm. life when relationships and marriages don't work out. And then you, you when when it goes, when it happens to a friend of yours or a family member, or whatever, you kind of think, God, I'm just so excited about you meeting, you know, meeting the right person. And actually thinking about it now is also, I'm glad they didn't have a child together because it was ultimately 
doomed, I think. That relationship was doomed. Like, his mother was absurd. Uh, he was yeah. way his, too know, close with his mom. It was creepy. Yeah, and she was racist, you know, when she t- talked about getting adopting a Chinese baby. And, oh, yeah. You know, right. so I'm kind of glad they didn't go through the adoption, and I'm glad they didn't Also, her name family. is Bunny. It's not even a real name. <laughs> I know, it just, like, she might as well be called Money. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous, but it's one of those wealthy names, you know, like, Ugh. Pippi, Poppy, Ducky. You're like, oh, they're rich. Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> Though, Trey does give her the apartment. <clears throat> I know. Which he doesn't have to do. But remember when, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, when Bunny, like, just breaks in. Oh, yeah. It's, like, so fucked up. First, she tries to give her the creepy, like, cherub baby fucking bed and then breaks into her apartment just because, like, she had some money in it. That was messed up. Yeah. Not into it. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Let's talk about Carrie and Aiden. So Carrie, throughout this whole episode, just goes back and forth about, am I going to tell him? You know, basically Mm -hmm. the whole episode is about just being truthful, Mm -hmm. right? Honesty. Um, And I don't know. Do you think, I mean, obviously Carrie told him. Do you think she should have done that? Uh, Yeah. I mean... It's hard, but it's like you. Uh, how do you? How does one have a relationship mm-hmm. based on like a lie? And you could just see how she was just unraveling in her own way. Like when he tried to get intimate or close to her, and she couldn't handle it, and it, it, she had to. There's yeah. there's no way to get around telling him. She's not like Samantha who'd be able to like just brush it off and pretend like everything's cool when it's not. She was having a breakdown. And and he's him and Pete. They are so perfect. <laughs> like Carrie doesn't deserve either of them. No, she doesn't. Ugh, he's fucking builds furniture. You guys builds oh, yeah. furniture. He was building Charlotte and Trey a, a love bench. Yeah, a love seat <laughs> made with two different woods, and when they come together, it's perfect. And like, there's a little slight imperfection, it's but the, the flaw, the flaw. But it's like it adds to the beauty of the whole thing. And like, ugh, he, I love him. He so was great. Much. He was great. We love him. Yeah, we do. Oh, Eden. I'm. I'm glad she told him. I'm glad. I'm though. glad she told him because I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, and I don't think Carrie knew it. At this point, because I think she was convincing herself she's not in love with Big and it's not going anywhere. Mm. But we all knew she's so deeply in love with Big and she just can't tear herself away, you know? Like, as whatever Big did to her and whatever really, you know, she did to him at one point, but, like, at some points. But she was just... she. I think if she hadn't told Aiden, like you said, I don't know how she would have lived herself. She probably wouldn't have been able to live with herself. But then also, unfortunately, it just would have been a matter of time before Big came back on the scene and, you know, she might have had an argument with Aiden or, you know, falling out, whatever, and she would have bumped into Big and it just would have continued, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm glad she told her. It, it sucked. It sucked mm. that she had to do it on the day of the wedding, but you can tell how distraught she was. I kind of think, oh, it's so hard to do, but I think... Yeah. Ooh. He took it so well. Would you... Like, I don't know. Is it is it ethical for me to say maybe go to the wedding... Make sure, you know, your friend Charlotte has the best day of her life and no drama and then tell Aiden. Is that wrong of me to think that? No. No, I think I that's what she should have done. Right? I do too. I thought it was really selfish of her Bad timing. to tell him mm-hmm. right before she left. But I will say that even though she did it that way, it didn't even detract like a minute from Charlotte. Well, 
she's like, okay. So at the very end, like Aiden comes back mm-hmm. and they ultimately break up. And mm-hmm. he's like, I know myself. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And she's like crying. And then it's like picture time. Like, I'm like, in reality, mm-hmm. she would have been like oh, falling. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then face red. Yeah. And like, you know, like there's no taking pictures Actually, with that. when. <laughs> <laughs> when we were watching it and like she you know she just kind of dabs her eye of like the invisible tear that's not there right I'm like oh, her skin looks so good like yes. like her makeup looks good crying looks yeah. good on her crying it looks, for her. It, yeah crying really suits her I didn't look like that when I had a breakup <laughs> no exactly I, I, I would have been my face no. would have been red yes. mm-hmm. like everything would have been yeah yes mascara there's, there's no everywhere. taking pictures you guys mm. I accidentally poked myself in the eye with my mascara wand today and like I was tearing up for like five to ten minutes and I just had like these pools of mascara under my eyes and I wasn't even crying that was like an accident so (laughs) how Carrie stayed flawless I'll have no idea it's magic Mm. (laughs) yeah that was television (laughs) that was seriously it's Hollywood (laughs) but I did love the sentiment at the end when they kind of get together for the photo and then it you know they bring it around to the unity of the you know the friendship and having the girls there I thought that was brilliant that was sweet I think it reminds you that um because I was annoyed the first time I remember and I still now I get annoyed because she told Aiden there and then before they left um but then I did like that they kind of brought it around at the end with with that message of friendship and you know Mm -hmm. this is ultimately you know, the biggest blessing, really, in terms of companionship you're going to have. But so like, that was nice. If, you know, if Aiden wasn't perfect before, how well he took the news of their breakup was just like, you know, very stoic, very like, I, I got to go, I'll see you later. And then comes back to the church and then he's like silently crying and saying like, I know, I know you love me. And just like being such a fucking gentleman about it, you know, instead of like losing his shit, going off the handle, mm-hmm. screaming, just like being very calm and very like, okay, so this is the thing that happened and, you know, it happened and I love you and I know you're sorry, but that's okay. And just like being just like perfect, perfect specimen. Yeah, he was so shocked and upset. Like you could feel his devastation. Mm -hmm. He was just in shock, I think. He was in utter shock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He saves it all up for the second time of the date. (laughs) Oof, that's a different story. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, yeah. He doesn't handle it so well. No, but like the immediate breakup is top notch. Yes, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think he should have taken her back. But then we wouldn't have gotten to see him more. So I'm glad they did. Mm. (laughs) It's tricky because I do love Aiden. I get it, but sometimes it is tricky when the person you so deeply love, which let's face it, is big, Mm -hmm. regardless of how he treated her and what they went through. Oh, it's just so difficult because she, I don't, she obviously wasn't doing it to spite Aiden, you know, it wasn't like a revenge affair or it wasn't like a. No, it was very selfish, very about her, nothing. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, yeah, he'd he'd kind of done nothing wrong, really. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, he'd done nothing wrong. um, But then it's just so hard because she loves Big so deeply. So you kind of do empathize with her a little bit as well. You kind of think, oh God, like love is difficult and it's, it can be complicated. And when there's two people on the scene and. Because I think she knows Aiden as the guy she should end up with. And we all right. thought that. Like, he's the good guy. He's the guy we dream of. He's the guy. Mm-hmm. <coughs> sorry. <coughs> he's the guy we're looking for on Tinder. And you know what I mean? Like, he's the dream guy. But then it doesn't, when you do, unfortunately, it's reality. When you do come across that dream guy, it's not always mm-hmm. um, healthy. And it doesn't always work out. I feel for like. For different reasons. I feel like, I don't know when Big was born. <laughs> but if I had to guess a sign, I'm going to go with Gemini. Okay. 
because he's so he's so different every season. Is that the two sides? Yeah. Right. Yeah, hot and cold. Like, it's funny. You go back to season one, and they try and play it off like Big is an asshole. But Big is great, and Carrie's a psycho. He offered to, like, later on, he offered to lend her the money for the down payment. Big did. So that's, like, he's there for her. Oh, right, right, right. You know. But then, you know, but then cheating big is like an asshole. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I, oh, God, it's it's when he's like in Napa, right? And then like that big is like the emotional sensitive big. It's like we kind of see all the faces <laughs> yes. of big. Well, because the they seasons. dated for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, that you yeah. as a person changes. You change, That's you know, true. over That's true. an amount of time. Mm-hmm. And we see them, mm-hmm. you know, for 10 years change. So... We see all of the I many don't think sides. Carrie ever changes. Ooh, does she change? I don't. <laughs> don't think. I don't so. think so. Uh, I think she's like she is who she is. Yeah. She. I. I think she. She tries. Like Samantha changes. I will say the way she changes is in her outfits. Yes. So like when she dates Aiden, she wears more like down to earth like. Hippie type oh, clothes. That's true. That's true. She's oh, that in, she's coat, in the that cabin. She's in the woods coat. in upstate with him, like mm-hmm. not you know brushing her hair, not giving a fuck, which is actually quite nice. Mm, yeah, she it, hates it though. She's miserable. She yeah, hated it. Yeah, and then it when wasn't she's her, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> when she's with Big, she wears more like stylish, mm. like tighter, oh, like belly showing things. When she's know. with the politician, she like has like oh, the giant yes. flower on everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She was doing the whole Jackie never, O thing. Wasn't I yes. never realized that her outfits like change with her boyfriends. That's oh, an yeah. interesting one. Yeah, I never thought is. about that. Huh. Yeah. I think I think <laughs> the one, <Watched> it a lot. <laughs> and then obviously she goes to Paris and dresses like a bride every single day. Oh yes, you know it's so ridiculous. <laughs> the giant puffy skirt and Alex Petrovsky. Oh. Because ironically, like I love I love the French, I love Paris, but you, when you walk around Paris, even in the nineties, you didn't see people in couture in the street. Also, was, she was you such saw a, them in tracksuits, <laughs> you know, scrunchies. Such a sad sack <laughs> in Paris. Oh yeah, my boyfriend oh. can't hang with me. Like why, didn't, bitch? Why don't you come up with a plan you're moving to a new country and you have no plan other than to see your boyfriend she didn't take her computer it's a laptop it's portable she didn't take her laptop (laughs) no what why i don't know i I do love miranda's line when she just before she went to paris miranda was like what are you gonna do all day eat croissant (laughs) (laughs) and that's exactly what what she did how did carrie not gain like 30 pounds from doing nothing because hollywood she doesn't gain weight she doesn't cry (laughs) She cries, she just looks good while doing it. (laughs) Hey everyone, there's more Cosmos on the way, but first a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. All right, well let's get into some segments. Okay. So there's no big in this episode. Mm -hmm. Normally we do good, big, bad, big, but... Well, I'm just going to go off emotionally bad, big. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think at this point, bad, big. Yeah, cheating big (laughs) is bad, big. Yeah, we we left off at bad, big the last time we saw him at that point, so yeah. Yeah. He, um... Well, the moment he marries Natasha, he becomes bad, big. Ugh. Like, when, so fucked up. When they had that affair, he... Hang on. He was with Natasha, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah they were married. The whole, yeah. Yeah, oh my goodness. Because they, they meet at the party at the Hamptons, yeah. and he's like, oh yeah, this is my fiance. Well, girlfriend yeah. at that point. Oh. Still oh. girlfriend. Oh yeah, because she finds out in the newspaper. In the newspaper. Engaged. Yeah. yeah. No, he tells her. Really? Yeah. Oh. He tells her in, at lunch... And then she oh. like freaks out, and oh. they keep right tripping uh, over oh, those stairs. Oh, right. then maybe and maybe then the announcement, yes. maybe the wedding 
or, or in the newspaper it was like the announcement of the date or something? Yeah, the yes. engagement announcement in the gotcha. paper. Okay. Yeah. But he did tell her in right. person. No. Stand up guy. <sighs> yeah. Ouch. Um, all right. So bad big. Bad big for sure. Bad big for sure. All right. Now let's discuss our hottie of the week. of the week. Mm. Who's our hottie? Let's see who our choices are. We have Aiden, mm-hmm. Trey, mm-hmm. Harris Bragan, who was Miranda's right. um yeah. Agent Colson is his name now. <laughs> Agent Colson. <laughs> awesome. And then we have Caleb mm. Scotch. Can it's an I, easy one for me. Can I write in <laughs> one? Are you sure. I choose Pete. Pete he's not in this episode. Yeah he is the dog? Yeah. Where? When? Isn't he? Did I miss it? Is, isn't he? When she goes to visit him in the workshop, is that is Pete not there? Oh, he probably is there. Maybe. Oh, did I make that up? I, I didn't remember. Say Pete. <laughs> I think I thought I think for like two seconds. I think she like pats him on the head and like he goes away. He's cute. I wonder if that that dog is probably dead by now. Oh, ouch! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he lives on through puppies. Maybe I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Uh, probably dead. <laughs> but, Aiden uh, probably killed him when he got back to his apartment. He took it out on, on Pete. <laughs> poor Pete. Oh, poor Pete. Rip Pete. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so Pete for Caitlin. Mm-hmm. I know yours. Totally. I, I I love a Scottish guy. I think he was, you know, I think he was really sexy. I think he served his purpose. I think he was there to be another, you know, um, not Sean Samantha's bedpost, and I mm-hmm. think that's exactly what you know oh, he did well. He fulfilled his role. Yeah. I mean, did, did we see him in anything else? I don't remember who the actor is. I don't. I don't remember seeing him in anything else. Maybe I'm wrong. He was in no, but I think he was in the episode where Trey's family is having that event, and then um, uh, Charlotte yells at him about wanting a baby in front of everybody. Right. She's wearing the plaid dress. Mm-hmm. I think. I think he's in that episode oh, dancing okay. in a kilt. Really. No, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I thought I so. Remember. I don't know if anyone got lines hmm, <laughs> that in that. But other than that, no. That's He's just the Scottish dude, Samantha Fucked. They were like, the producers at the time were like, we're having him back. He looks great. We just can't have him speaking. For <laughs> <sake."> <laughs> um, I'll agree with you. I, I think Caleb is the hottie of this episode because all the other guys just weren't. Yeah. And doing do you know it. what? I, I think. Unfortunately, just because of the sad circumstances, Aiden just w- mm. obviously wasn't in his sexiest mode at that point. You know, he wasn't. Right. I think when he was building that furniture, oof. Mm, that's a good point. But that's like a me thing. Like, I love a man who builds furniture. I just hated how Car- Carrie was being such a dick then. Oh, yeah. Carrie was like sucks. making fun of it. I was like, Carrie. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that, though. Carrie, shut up. Just stop. <laughs> okay, so hottie of the week, Pete and Caleb. All right, next up is let's discuss some crimes of fashion with who, mm. wore what, why. Who, wore what, why. I've been thinking about this one. Yeah. But does, do, Grievous, do you want to go first? No, I'm trying to think. Um, I think because of a lot of a lot of the wedding dresses and a lot of, you know, the bridesmaids' dresses and Charlotte's dress, I actually like the fashion. I'm trying to think if I spotted any kind of like faux pas. I can't remember. Go on, you go. I was really mad at Miranda 
Because she wore that stupid oh, fucking yeah. ascot. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because she's like, I'm a stewardess, so, like, I have to wear this thing to make me seem more like a stewardess. But if you think logically about it, it's like people wouldn't – if you're an actual stewardess, you wouldn't wear that Not outside of your work. Also, I know <laughs> airline attendants – and it is not a glamorous job by any means. No. It's actually a really stressful, shitty job. And the airline, like, for the most part, doesn't give a fuck about you. But it might have but been like, a, a little better 20 years ago. Maybe. Because, like, less people were flying. The fantasy mm-hmm. of like, it all. It was like the Paman kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it would have been maybe a little on. better 20 years ago. But today, oh, yeah. It's a shitty job. Shitty, shitty job for sure. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, but just the fact that she's like, oh. I'm going to put this on to make me look more like a an <laughs> air hostess. And, like, she just, like, talks differently. Yeah. She's like, yeah. oh, hello. Just, like, when I fly, you know, overseas, I've got boyfriends in, like, every continent. And there's always one actress who doesn't want her cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what so, are you talking so about? So Nonsense. Absolute <laughs> that's, nonsense. That's what I love about Sex in the City, especially with Samantha. There's loads of lines that are just complete garbage and nonsense but for some reason she can pull it off mm-hmm. you know it's just, it means nothing she's just being stupid but she makes it work <laughs> oh 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 when she kept it on during sex oh perfect yeah like yeah. it was around her neck the whole time you gotta keep that fantasy yeah mm. of course <laughs> i i can't get it up or come without my pilot's hat on during sex so i get it i get it <laughs> we all have our thing we all have a thing did you have a Fashion faux pas or anything you loved? I mean... He really liked the dress. Yeah, I, I did love Charlotte's dress. I yeah. thought it was very elegant. I think I love... You don't see as many veils anymore in weddings. You know, when I go to friends or family's wedding, like, you know, cousin's wedding, did, the brides don't wear the whole veil thing anymore. But I thought it was really pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Classy. I'm, I can't remember exactly what Aidan was wearing, but I'm sure he looked awful. I'm sure he turned up. I'm pretty. Didn't he turn up to the wedding at the end? And like, was he even wearing a suit? Job? Was he just wearing his own clothes? I can't remember, but I just remember him looking. I think he was still wearing a suit. Yeah, wasn't it like a brown suit or something? Mm, I don't remember. I can't remember exactly. If it, what it was, looked like, it would it make was... sense. Yeah, he seems like a brown kind of guy. <laughs> he yeah, he just wasn't, and he didn't have like a nice hair trim for the wedding either. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, it's like Does I would have broken get... up with him just for that. Does he if, get hair plugs later on? No, I, I remember him using Rogaine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, when they're breaking up <laughs> yeah. or fighting about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have, like, six of these speed sticks? Like, <laughs> what are you? <laughs> um, all right, well, you're such a... You're such a... So now you have to decide mm. which one of the four main girls mm. did you most identify with this episode? Wow. This episode. Okay, so it's not even an in general thing. Right. Okay. This okay. Mm. Episode. Um, <laughs> I feel like I would identify with Samantha. Because so normally I'm totally about Miranda and her no bullshit and everything, but the fact that she you know, lied about who she was to to get in bed with someone. Yeah. I would never do that, ever. And Samantha doesn't have to lie about anything. Mm-hmm. Samantha just goes for it. She's like, this is who I am, and I want you, and I'm going to have you. She goes out and she gets it, and I can respect that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Also, Miranda didn't tell him the truth. I thought Mm-mm. that was kind of crappy. 
Uh, so I thought that would have been a nice little like kind of fun but, thing. Like, oh, you lied. I did too. Hey. But at the same time, though, she's a lawyer and he's the manager at Foot Locker. <laughs> yeah. So I actually love the fact that she's like, and I hope you're never on one of my flights. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, she had nothing to prove at that point. She was like, oh, this guy's trash anyway. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. But she ends up with a bartender. So it's like, I a don't bartender know if she... is still a notch up from manager at Foot Locker. I, I well, think, yeah. Yeah. I think it doesn't mean anything. You know, once Bartender you find the one you love. Bartender turned bar owner. Right. True. He does oh, yeah. become the bar owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Co-owner. Mm-hmm. Then he called <laughs> At the bar, least he's uh, got ambition. He called the bar after his dog or something. Scout. 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 Yeah. Scout. Yeah, that's cute. Um, I would, do you know what? I would say I'm Carrie in this episode, not because I have an affair, I've had an affair, mm-hmm. but mostly because... Um, for two reasons. I think sometimes when you are keeping something, sometimes it eats you up so much, you just need to... I think her timing was wrong, but I'm definitely glad she told him. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it eats you up inside so much, like it consumes you. Like sometimes I think when I need to have a tough conversation with someone, I just, yeah. you know, or like confess to something, I think it consumes me so much I can't function. Rebus, so I relate to that. What's consuming you right now? Not right now, <laughs> nothing right now. But, you know, check, you know, we'll check in in a week or something. Um, you, you can know, my, tell me we live together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the second part, I just, I love, I could definitely relate to how she, you know, came around to Charlotte at the end and said, Hey, look, like you're in control. We don't have to yeah. do this. I'm here for that you. Was cool. We can head off now. And I think, you know, we can relate to that in a lot of ways. I've, I've definitely been that, um, you know, that person with a lot of friends before to kind of just jump in and say, Hey, look, like you, you're good. Like we're, you know, you're healthy. You're fine. It's not you'll get over this, let's, you know, how can I help? What do you need? And we, we can all relate to that. And I love that. And I definitely relate to that bit at the end, you know, when mm-hmm. you see the human to her again, mm-hmm. you know, because she's so garbage throughout the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, but then at the end, you see that sincerity, which is really, I think, really clever the way they did that. And I would have been like, not that I would ever want my friend to be in that predicament. But then I always think to myself, ah, oh, like, that's a that's one of those moments in your friendship where it like solidifies your friendship when you know someone's there for you, you know? So I would, yeah, I would like to think that I was carrying that moment. Mm-hmm. So you're such a carry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the hair matches. <laughs> <laughs> and I was late today and she's always late. So That's true. And you're yeah. such a Miranda. No, Samantha. Samantha. Sorry. <laughs> Not in this episode. <laughs> you're such short a hair. Samantha. Yeah. Sweet. I think in this episode, I am a Charlotte. Really? Oh, how come? Yeah. Because it's just, it's her wedding. (laughs) It's like, come on, guys. Is it your wedding? (laughs) It's my wedding, and I can cry (laughs) if I want to. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I just, you know, Charlotte, she had some points. It was just like, hey, guys, Mm -hmm. like, let's have it be about me just for a little bit. Yeah. You know, on this important day. That's fair. I mean, she's like, I'm spending thousands of dollars for you guys to like hang out and eat good food and look pretty. So, and nobody did anything she asked. It's like Carrie did tell Aiden <laughs> before the wedding. Mm-hmm. She couldn't even wait a day. Uh, you know, Samantha had to complain about the stupid dress links. Mm-hmm. And also, no, continue. Oh, just say, and Miranda, um, you know, lied about what she, oh, she ended up bringing uh, Stanford to the wedding. Oh, yeah. So, 
Which was great. Mm. I don't understand why he wasn't invited to begin with, to be honest. Uh, oh, that's yeah. weird. I about that. Right? That's kind of fucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like that. Also, where was Anthony? Yeah. He's the one that planned the he thing. He's the whole wedding planner. So where was Anthony? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's super weird. Huh. He would have been there. So. That's strange. <laughs> but then did he also plan her wedding with Trey, uh, with Harry? The Jewish wedding. Hmm. Did he plan I both? Probably. I think so. That's yeah. That's crazy. I never saw him. Maybe we'll just pretend he was like getting a drink. He just wasn't in the scene, but he was there. Maybe. But he would have been like with Stanford, and weren't they hating each other at that time? Yeah, but <laughs> but they're two gay men, so they have to be in the same scene at the same time. <laughs> but they secretly like loved each other the whole time. They're just shells mm-hmm. of one another. Yeah. But, um, oh, what was I going to say? Hmm. No, I, I respect that. I think we can all, re- I think I can definitely relate to Charlotte in that episode too in the sense that like I think sometimes, because she most of the time is a really good friend to all them all as well. So I think the way they, and I think because they should know how much it means to, especially to Charlotte to be married. You know, she was mm-hmm. anxious to be married. And mm-hmm. now that her day was here, I think they did add to her stress a little bit, you know. Yeah. Especially on, the, well, the day before and you know the day before that but my um, my question is why couldn't carrie have waited a day i mean carrie spent how many months cheating on him with big how many lies how many secrets did she keep for how fucking long you couldn't Mm -hmm. have waited one more day bitch Mm -hmm. one day just one day please yeah (laughs) like you kept that secret for so fucking long but all of a sudden now is the time where charlotte is really a good friend to carrie yeah she really is like she gives carrie her wedding ring mm-hmm. to pay for her down payment on her apartment. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Or or the fucking fact that Carrie, being the selfish bitch she is, comes over to her house being like, how come you didn't offer me the money? You knew I wasn't going to take oh, it. Oh, I know. And then and then Charlotte's like, um, it's not up to me to clean up your message messes, which is like <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Like, Ugh. that's not... Ooh, that's an interesting one. We'll, we'll be back for that. Yeah. Episode, I have... <laughs> So I guess I'm such a carry. Yay. Yay. No, no. What am no. I? Oh, my God. <laughs> You're a Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte. Don't be a carry. Carrie's terrible in this and, episode. Okay. Grievous, you're a Carrie. I'm a Carrie. Oh, I'm sorry. Grievous is Carrie. Caitlin, (laughs) you're Samantha. (laughs) Yes. And I'm a Charlotte. Yeah. Yes. No one's a Miranda. Not today. Not today. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks, guys, for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you so so much. I love this. All right. Cheers. 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 And here's to many more Cosmos. Yes. Well, that's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I also want to thank a few people that make this show possible. John Fredette for the music. You can check him out at johnfredette.com. Caitlin Sachs and Grievous Copti. Thank you so much for being amazing guests. Terrence Deutsch, our wonderful producer, and everyone over at Boardwalk Audio. Again, if you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter. We're on Twitter, guys. Tweeting away at CATC Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow and blossom. And if you have any other thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., you can email us at cosmosinthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you. All right, we'll catch you next week. Cheers!
been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.